SR. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. What do globalism and global depression have in common? The word is anxiety. So are you feeling anxious lately? Have you been feeling more and more anxious According to studies around the world, people everywhere are feeling more anxious. And, quite frankly, the globalists are absolutely thrilled. They're delighted. It's purpose-driven anxiety. Purpose-driven anxiety. You're going to hear today on this program how and why that is working. So I welcome you aboard. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation, as always, with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. And here is the latest. Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, Microsoft, he says, the worst is yet to come. That's right. He said, I'm not a doom and gloomer, but the worst is yet to come. The worst of what? The worst of COVID, he says. He's warning of even greater risks and an even more fatal variant coming. Of course, he's making this warning a couple of days before his new book comes out. His new book about what? Well, the very same subject. It's about selling books, but it's more than that. It's about selling a purpose-driven anxiety for a purpose-driven global effort. And it's not about COVID. COVID is merely the tool. Climate is merely the tool. It's about how can we drive anxiety among the people on this planet to the level where they will be willing to be assimilated into a new global order where everything changes. Now, I put it that way in a nutshell so that we will understand exactly what their motivations are. You see, motivation is as every, every bit as important as the, as the acts that they take. And today on Viewpoint, we're dealing with facts, not feelings. We're dealing with the things that they're actually saying and actually doing, not the things that they want you to believe it's all about, but what it really is all about. Their motivations, their innermost driving. And it's not the first time that Bill Gates has made such a prediction. In December of 2021, he warned his millions of Twitter followers to brace themselves for the worst part of the pandemic, having previously cautioned back in 2015 that the world was not ready for the next pandemic, which he was about ready to create. How did he know so much about the coming pandemic? If you were to follow the words of Bill Gates over the years, you would find that indeed, even before the panic, the the, uh, so-called pandemic broke out, it was, as some have called it, a plandemic. A plandemic. So now... Bill Gates is calling for a global 
Pandemic Task Force. Notice you have to have a reason to introduce the global demand. And so he's created the reason by declaring, in announcing his new book, that the worst is yet to come with regard to COVID. Now, because he's declared that, and he's the greatest supporter of the World Health Organization, he is the number one donor to the World Health Organization other than the United States government. Therefore, if Bill Gates speaks, they must listen. If Bill Gates determines what is to be said, they must kowtow. Because money speaks. And Bill Gates is not a believer. He's not a Christian believer. In fact, he is exactly the opposite of that. He's not a God-fearing man at all. Not even close. And you've never, ever, ever heard him make any representation to the contrary. That is, that he would be a God-fearing man. He's not. So he wants you to fear government. Because from his viewpoint, it's not God that we must serve, it's global government that we must serve. And therein lies the problem. It's idolatry. It's monstrous idolatry. And it is, in fact, the resurrection of ancient pagan global efforts and even the Tower of Babel. Yes. And so... Jeff Bezos is on board as well with his preparation to launch this very year the building of a reconstructed, shall we say, a resurrected Tower of Babel to be the highest building in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., as a new headquarters for Amazon, the global mammoth government of Amazon, to control the world's economy, remember, it's the economy stupid, Bill Clinton said, who was a consummate globalist, and so here we are, we see all of these things merging together in one surging maelstrom heading toward the ushering in of this final world government, whether you want to call it a great reset, a new economic order, a a new world order, a new global order, it doesn't really matter. They all mean the same thing. And it is anxiety that is being used or created in order to accomplish their nefarious agenda. Agenda. So when you have an article that says global depression and anxiety, that's the, the headline, around the world mental health deteriorating, people suffering from depression has increased by 18%, and that was before covid Likewise, the same amount of people living with anxiety had increased nearly 15%. Hundreds of millions of people have depression, anxiety, or a combination of the two. Drives them into a chronic state of nervousness and fear. A general anxiety disorder, panic disorder, phobias, Obsessive-compulsive disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, all of these things, friends, are becoming endemic to the pandemic, the sale of an ever-increasing pandemic on our society. Psychology Today called it an anxiety epidemic. 
Another called it the age of anxiety. And it's not just America. It's all over the world. But why? The number one reason is everything is being uh, uncertain. You can't depend on anything. You can't depend upon your leaders to tell you the truth. You can't rely upon what they say. You can't rely upon the institutions that you thought were trustworthy. And we're going to find that here today as we go through on our program. We see that with regard to the climate. We see that with regard to uh, COVID. And so people are increasingly anxious. Not to mention Russia's attack on Ukraine, but not just the attack on Ukraine, but actually the fomenting of much of that by the Western world for their own globalist agenda. Anxiety's everywhere. Are you feeling it yet? We'll be right back. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chrismar, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. God tells us in his word, be anxious for nothing, but in everything give thanks. Be anxious for nothing. Now, how do we be anxious for nothing when we're living in an age of anxiety? When anxiety is being created purposely, a purpose-driven anxiety on the population, not only in America, but all over the world. There's a reason. There's a reason this is happening, and it's happening intentionally. That doesn't mean there aren't plenty of other aspects that could create an anxious situation for you and for me, various personal situations that might arise, and so on. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about a intentionalized creation of anxiety because politicians and nefarious economic and world leaders know that in order to gain their objective, they have to create anxiety. They know that. Because otherwise, you, living in the United States of America, and perhaps some other places in the world, would be totally unwilling to yield to their movement to compel every man, woman, and child on the planet to submit to this new promised utopian world government. So Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, declared boldly and brazenly, it takes some chutzpah to make the statement that he made, but he said, the the time is coming by 2030 that you will own nothing and be happy about it. Now, how are you going to be happy about it? I'm going to tell you how. 
because they're going to create a, a situation economically and in many other ways, whether through a, another pandemic, whether through uh, climate change fears and so on, they're going to create a situation where you will feel compelled to succumb, to yield to their promised global utopia, and will feel such relief because it promises to take away your anxiety. Are you beginning to see the picture? That's what it's about. The World Health Organization is currently the only body that can create and manage a top-notch multi-domain team of health experts to detect, prevent, and battle future pandemics, says an article from the Russian Times. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates has said, that is the American billionaire, its top donor, he said it is possible that the world has yet to see the worst in terms of covid Gates warned in an interview with the Financial Times, published Sunday, just days before his new book called How to Prevent the Next Pandemic, unquote, is set to hit the shelves. So there's a financial aspect involved. He wants to sell his books. But Bill Gates is already uh, unbelievably filthy wealthy, so to speak. He doesn't need more money. What he wants is more power to achieve globalism, which is his number one goal. Gates, synonymous with globalism. And he has been using the cry for mandatory vaccines all over the world in order to achieve that goal. And the new form of vaccines that he applied for a patent with the U.S. Patent Office on back in uh, March of 2020 will involve not just vaccines as we think of them, but will also involve getting rid of money as we know it, and it will be replaced by an electronic system that will be injected the connecting form of it will be injected in you as it were a vaccine so that you will not be able to buy or sell or conduct any kind of business without that connection inserted in your physical being. Are you listening? In order to bring the average person to the place where they are willing to receive that is going to require a monumental uh, cranking up of anxiety among the populace. That's what his new book is about. He reiterated his call to establish a global emergency response team. Where's the emergency? He's creating the emergency, friends. He wants you to believe everything's an emergency. That's what the globalists want you to believe. Everything is an emergency. The climate situation is an emergency. We're going to talk about that in the second half of the program. These are the two things, climate and COVID or pandemics. 
Those are the two things that are being used, the engines, shall we say, to drive globalism. Now, there will be other facets of that that are going to come down the pike, but those are the two that are being used intentionally to create massive and growing anxiety among the populace of this planet. Last month, Bill Gates gave a TED Talk in Vancouver to elaborate on this idea and described, it's the idea also described in his book, saying he expects the group, this new group for a global pandemic task force, he expects that group to consist of at least 3,000 doctors, epidemiologists, policy and communications experts, and diplomats operating under the direction of the World Health Organization. Notice everything has to do with globalism, the World Health Organization. Why does he need all of these doctors and epidemiologists and policy and communications experts and so on? Because he wants to communicate a support for the anxiety movement that he is creating and has already been in the purpose of creating. Gates' book received praise from the World Health Organization director, Tedros, who fully agreed with his insistence that, quote, we must act on COVID-19's lessons and innovate so that we can deliver swift, equitable health solutions to prevent the next pandemic, unquote. Now, here's Bill Gates. He's not a certified medical expert, didn't finish college, but he has massive wealth that's allowed him to wield immense power where he wants it, to effectively dominate global health policy via the Gates Foundation as the largest private contributor to the global health body. Now, lest you should think it's all about Bill Gates, it is not. This, those, this is just coming out now. Now we want to take a look for the balance of this first half of the program at the how this is being conjured up through political motivations that overcame all health considerations, but the political agendas were being advanced through the creation of anxiety, the intentional creation of anxiety, illegitimately, untruthfully, deceptively, by the very people that want to now control so-called and identify disinformation. The very people are the one that, that want to have this uh, ability to control, you know, the, the truth minister, a ministry of truth, supposedly, that Mr. Biden is launching. The very people that are crying for that are the ones that insisted upon the false information or political uh, control of information from CDC and the National Health Institute and Dr. Fauci. Now, listen carefully. This article came out just today. CDC censored science due to political pressure. Now, how do we know that? 
because the watchdog government accountability office commonly referred to as the GAO, concluded in an investigation that the CDC and FDA officials suppressed scientific findings related to the COVID-19 pandemic due to political pressure. Now, this is not a conservative uh, government accountability office. This is at a government accountability office in the Biden administration. Supposedly independent. It's a watchdog uh, overseeing other aspects of government. And they did a study, an investigation of the CDC and the Food and Drug Administration and concluded that the officials of both the CDC and FDA had purposely suppressed scientific findings or truth related to the COVID-19 pandemic for the express purpose of applying political pressure to accomplish their agenda that was contrary to the scientific truth. Whistleblowers who spoke with the GAO investigators said they did not speak up prior to the investigation because they feared retaliation. And they rightly did fear retaliation because we have had some of the leading voices on this program over the past year who have shown how they have been massively retaliated against within not only the government, but by government-controlled medical facilities and powers so that, basically, they lost their jobs. They lost everything. And yet they were people of extremely high reputation. They put it all on the line to tell the truth. The 37-page report found that both the CDC and the FDA did not have a system in place for employees to report allegations of political interference. It stated that they felt that the potential political interference they observed resulted in the alteration or suppression of scientific findings. In other words, the science said something completely different than what was reported by the CDC and FDA or by Dr. Fauci. Yet Dr. Fauci presented himself as if he was the personal incarnation of all scientific wisdom and knowledge. These respondents believe that the potential political interference may have resulted in the politically motivated alteration of public health guidance or delayed publication of COVID-related scientific findings. This is big, my friends. In February, unnamed CDC officials told the New York Times that the agency had withheld most of its data regarding COVID-19 for fear it would be misinterpreted by critics. No, not for fear it would be misinterpreted, for fear it would be properly interpreted and change their political agenda. That's the real reason. Last summer, two top FDA scientists resigned amid charges the agency was being pressured by the Biden administration to make decisions based on politics rather than on scientific facts and truth. Did the CDC censor science due to political pressure? Well, the GAO, in a separate report published in February, said the CDC 
the FDA and the National Institutes of Health and the Office of the Assistant Secretary for Preparedness and Response were all at high risk for fraud, mismanagement, and abuse during the COVID pandemic and other crises. Friends, those whose voices were raised Medical experts whose voices were raised, nurses whose voices were raised, have been repudiated, drummed out of the profession, wickedly, by the Biden administration and its nefarious agenda to perpetrate globalism upon the public using the unfortunate COVID situation to drive anxiety among the people and therefore achieve this godless globalist agenda that's coming soon. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. It's been called by psychology today the age of anxiety, but that was that was before COVID-19. Now that has accelerated so dramatically that young people across the country are finding themselves so desperate. Suicides are up dramatically among our young people. And among the rest of the society, older, having a hard time coping, anxiety is everywhere. So here's a question that I have for you before we go further into the program today. How do we live by faith in a fearful world? When the fear is being choreographed intentionally, which it is. Now, there are plenty of things to fear in in general, in the natural, to be anxious about. But we're told to be anxious for nothing. But in everything, give thanks. So if we give thanks, that would be somewhat of the antidote to anxiety, wouldn't it? You see, the just shall live by faith. You cannot live by anxiety or fear and faith at the same time. Therefore, anxiety, someone has said, is like a mild form of atheism because it's revealing that we don't have a solid trust base. 
Our trust is variable. Our trust is unstable. So what this is calling us to, and what I want to urge us to, is to get back into a place through the Word of God, the will of God, and understanding and cooperating with the ways of God in our respective lives, individually and as families and corporately in our congregations, so that we will drive out the fear factor because over and over and over again, from the beginning of the book to the end of the book, we're told by the God of creation, fear not. Fear not. In other words, you and I have a choice whether or not we are going to live by fear and anxiety or not. Now, that may seem strange because all of these things are happening out there. And you say, well, I can't stop those things from happening. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, right. We're supposed to, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. You see, our trust has to be in the Lord. Our trust has to be in his provision, in his purposes, in his plans. Regularly, as my wife and I are together in the morning, uh, first thing is we're reading in the Word of God and we're praying the words of the Apostle Paul. Uh, we, we pray these back to the Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you are working in and through us both to do will and to do of your good pleasure. Both to will and to do of your good pleasure. We thank you that you are working in and through us both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Now, if you're confident of that, then anxiety flees. If you're not confident of that, you will be subject to anxiety, which is kind of a free-floating fear factor. It's not a terrifying kind of a fear. It's an unnerving kind of fear that affects everything in your body, including your body chemistry. Did you know that? So, we cannot allow ourselves to walk by fear. The just shall live by faith. The essence of faith is trusting God and acting according to his word. It's not some general free-flowing kind of a feeling that I'm a person of faith or I'm spiritual. That's not what it is. It's solid. It's trusting God because he is God. And that's what he's looking for. That's what he wants in this wicked and perverse generation. And if you think that the temptations to anxiety have arrived at their penultimate, Oh, my friend, you ain't seen nothing yet. In order for the globalist to drive you to total submission and to cry out for deliverance by a counterfeit Savior, a counterfeit Christ called the Antichrist, you are going to have to get 
more and more terrified and anxious until you will cry uncle, so to speak, and you will be happy about a new globalist situation that will promise you everything and deliver you almost nothing in the end. Now, Israel National News came out with this piece. New study. Please listen. Face mask usage correlates with higher death rates, not lower death rates. This is what we've been saying for a very, very long time. A new peer-reviewed study entitled Correlation Between Mass Compliance and COVID-19 Outcomes in Europe has demonstrated that the use of face masks, even widespread, did not correlate with better outcomes during the COVID epidemic based on data from 35 European countries with populations of over 1 million each, encompassing a total of 602 million people. Now, this is one broad study, friends. Governments and advisory bodies have recommended and often mandated, as you know, the wearing of face masks in public spaces, and in many areas, mandates or recommendations remain in place, despite the fact, notice the fact, Despite the fact, not disinformation, the fact, the study notes, that randomized controlled trials from prior to and during the epidemic have failed to show a benefit to the wearing of such masks with regard to COVID transmission. So when Joe Biden says we believe in truth, not facts, which is what he said. We believe in truth, not facts. What he really meant was we believe in disinformation and misinformation rather than the actual facts because the actual facts don't agree with our agenda to control the people. These are the facts, friends. Positive correlation between mask usage and cases was not statistically significant the study found, while, listen, the correlation between mask usage and deaths was positive and significant. That is to say, more mask usage correlated with a higher death rate. The study concludes that the universal use of masks had had contributed harmfully unintended consequences across the world. Now let's find out quickly, let's find out just how serious the willingness and, uh, in fact, intentionality of disinformation by our government, by Joe Biden, by the military that he governs concerning COVID-19 goes. Here we are. This comes from the World Tribune. A U.S. Army medical officer has testified in court that she was ordered by a superior to suppress data about COVID-19 vaccine injuries amid Team Biden's push to mandate the jab. She was asked during a March 10th hearing about Defense Medical Epidemiology Database 
report revealing a high rate of vaccine injuries among military personnel, yet Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long said in the court, I have been ordered not to answer that question. Who ordered her? The Biden administration governing the U.S. military. They did not want any true information to get out to soldiers about how dangerous these jabs were. And they were compelling all the soldiers under penalty of dismissal from the military to get the jab. Sheer wickedness, friends. Sheer wickedness. That's my viewpoint. What's yours? Now, I want to make available to you my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. Because the coming imposter is going to use fear and anxiety in order to achieve his dominion. And in the midst of all of that, he will come through then to be the one who appears to relieve you of all the anxiety and fear that he has created and that his system, his global system has created. So he will be seen as a great deliverer. He will be seen as the one to relieve you from all your anxiety and your depressions, and he will provide to you all of the promises that you need. Everything that God himself has promised, if you would trust him, he's going to replace and promise for you on the short term. That's the Antichrist, the counterfeit Christ, the coming imposter. I urge you to get a copy of my book. $22 on our website, saveus.org. Antichrist. How to identify the coming imposter? $22 on our website, saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismar. Are you feeling anxious yet? Are you feeling anxious yet? Not because of this program, 
but because of the general, it's, it's like in the air. It's like pollen in the air. But it supersedes pollen, and it's affecting every single aspect, not only of American life, but people worldwide. Time magazine came out with a piece. Record numbers of college students are seeking treatment for depression and anxiety, but the schools can't keep up. They're looking for safe spaces. We call them the snowflake generation. Why is that? They're incapable of coping. The anxiety level has become so stressful that they can't deal with anything. These are our young people. These are the people that supposedly we're going to have to trust when the globalist situation takes hold because they themselves are embracing globalism. Their anxiety has risen so badly that they shifted all their trust and are continuing to shift all their trust away from God to government. And this is all being created intentionally. It's being welcomed by the globalists. I want you to think for just a quick minute. The Mr. Durham, who is conducting the investigation with regard to the so-called uh, Russian uh, what should we say? Clinton. Hillary Clinton conspiratorial Russian attack on Donald Trump. He has discovered and concluded, and people are going to come down. They're going to be suffering under legal consequences, friends, for their nefarious deception intentionally designed to create anxiety in the American people. Hillary Clinton, a consummate globalist, together with her husband, they both are consummate globalists and always have been. She worked together with all of her team, lawyers and others, in order to create a system of disinformation to create anxiety in the entire country to destroy a president and to try to prevent him from being elected and then destroy him after that. And now, Mr. Durham, through all of his year-long investigation, has discovered it was all false. There wasn't any truth in it. It was all a concocted, shall we say, dare we say, a conspiracy to create massive, Anxiety based upon disinformation, not misinformation, disinformation sponsored and driven by Hillary Clinton and her followers. And yet those very people are wanting to clamor for a new ministry of truth to curtail disinformation. It's a joke. It's total dishonesty, and you and I and our entire nation have been choreographed into distrust, and distrust renders us anxious. 
The FBI has been complicit in it. The CIA has been complicit in it. We could not trust these institutions anymore. They became political. They had political agendas, and rather than seeking truth and enforcing law, they did just the opposite. And when you cannot trust your institutions, what are you going to do? A whole new system is going to be created. Man will save himself. That's the idea. Man will save himself and will create a whole new government situation. will change everything. That's the great reset for you. You and I, as professing Christians, are going to be, already are, but are going to be supremely challenged with regard to our trust. That's what this period of time, the end of the age, is characterized by. And it's driven by deception. Jesus said so. Right there in his Olivet Discord, Matthew chapter 24. Take heed that no man deceive you. It's going to come in and through the church. Many are going to come uh, and deceive many in my name, he said. He said this, this deception, guys, is going to be so massive, you cannot fathom how deceptive it's going to be. Does that make you feel more confident? No. The only way, friend, you're going to have confidence in this turmoil and chaos that is being created intentionally is if you have fixed your heart and trust in the Lord and you are walking according to his word, his will, and his ways and leading others accordingly. Dads, are you prepared to lead your families in this level of trust? Are you prepared to change your own ways? Moms, you can't go around wringing your hands and fretting fear all the time. Your children are depending upon you to walk by faith and not by fear and anxiety. This is the real spiritual warfare. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of these strongholds, casting down our fears and imaginations and all of our high thoughts that are contrary to the word and the will and the ways of the Lord, bringing every one of our thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Now, very quickly, I indicated to you that it's not just covid it's climate that also is being choreographed to achieve this level of global anxiety so that the world will be prepared and virtually forced to uh, move into and embrace a new global government. You've been hearing that man-made global warming then when global warning proved to be untrue after a while, then they changed it to climate change. 440 scientific papers last year disputed the climate alarm. 440 scientific papers. 
dispute the climate alarm. In other words, the intentionalized anxiety being created, and much of it's being created even using false statistics, false data, and the, the, the deception in the effort to try to force the concept of chi- uh, climate change is so great that it has completely perverted the world of science. How far is this anxiety going? Teens are pledging not to have kids until leaders take action on climate change. Really? Kids pledging not to have kids? You think they're not anxious? They're terrified. And they haven't been told the truth. It's official. No U.S. warming since at least 2005. The new report complies with federal standards. No U.S. warming since at least 2005. No wonder they had to change from global cooling then to global warming and then to climate change. Ten years ago, this year, ten years ago, Al Gore predicted the North Pole would be completely ice-free in five years. Has it? No. In fact, there is evidence that the ice at the poles is not only not melting, it once again is growing in both thickness and extent. But you'd never know that by the pictures that they put on television with the polar bear floating out there to sea on his little ice island. How far is this going? Greta Thunberg, the teenager that has become the heartthrob of all the globalists and climate change enthusiasts, she said, climate activism is not enough. Society must change Everything. Society must change everything. You know what that means, friends? That is the language of globalism. We have to change everything. Everything means everything. And that's what the new global order is all about and promising. The great reset that is set to take place by the year 2030. By the way, according to NASA, they have recently revealed an upcoming solar cycle will be the weakest of the past 200 years And they've correlated previous solar shutdowns to prolonged periods of global cooling. So is our future likely one of ever-descending cold? And is mankind creating that problem? No. If mankind was creating the problem, why is it... 
continues to move back from cold to warm to cold about every 20 years. No, these things are being used and manipulated, my friend, using the word science that the people somehow believe is absolutely trustworthy. If the word science comes in, it must be believed. No, what you don't realize is that many scientists are basically selling their information. They're willing to change their research, their reports, and so on, in order to conform to political agendas in order to receive the monies that are needed from government and corporate organizations to keep their programs going. I'm sorry to have to put it so bluntly, so simply, that it absolutely is true. Yes, fear is everywhere. And it's growing, and it's going to continue to grow. But true followers of Jesus Christ will not live by fear. We live by faith. Faith is one of three very important words that actually come from the very same word. We have trust, and we have faith, and we have belief. Those three words are facets of the same word pistis, which me, which basically is what God is looking for in your life and mine. We cannot say that we are believers if we don't trust. We cannot say that we have faith, that we're people of biblical faith if we don't trust. Therefore, we cannot say that we are fear of anxiety or even want to be fear uh, uh, less of anxiety unless we truly trust God in all of his word, his will, and his ways. I hope that's been encouraging to you. Yes, we have a lot of information, but it's not here for the purpose of scaring you, but rather to strengthen you. Get a copy of the book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. $22 on our website, saveus.org. Become a partner, friends. Don't wait for the other guy to do it. Do it today. Go to our website, saveus.org, and make your generous... You've to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church, declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.